0: Thank you. Change your life from zero to hero in no time. He can take you from the ground. take you from the ground and give you a crown in no time. He's the lion of Judah, the beginning
1: for tonight i think now everything is okay it's not like yesterday or maybe not like <laughs> the format time before it it got in, uh, some problems but we thank god that uh, maybe that one is fixed let me hope now everything is okay and very fine uh, by the grace of god and we can walk or use this format uh until we gonna finish to, for today's sermon. uh if the sound is very okay with you please you can just send me the message and you tell me how good it is and uh, then we shall continue. Tonight we are so much blessed and we thank the living God for his mercy and love for loving us and giving us an opportunity to be in his presence for tonight. And uh, one of the things that uh, I have come to understand, I have come to discover, is that in this life there are things that are always been not easy at all uh, to to achieve in this kind of a life whereby everything is at, at a high price. And whenever, when, when you look at uh, the situation in the country, when you look at the economy, everyone is trying his or her best to see that what, what the little that they have, it's what they save so that they can survive in life. So it's such a, a very, very hard situation that even moms and dads, the families, people who are having bigger families, it's quite harder. Uh, To obtain and even to maintain that kind of standard, so that they can provide for everything that is needful to that family. But we want to thank God that God has enabled people to provide. And God has provided in so many ways, has given uh, hope in so many ways. And God has encouraged people by providing for whatever that we need of. Either, in other words, what I'm meaning in this short period of time, God has enabled us to survive in so many ways. Those who does not have money, those who have money, but even, even if they have money, as if it is just nothing, So we thank God for such an opportunity and a grace that God has granted to each and everybody. Let's pray as we are opening up. Father, we thank you for tonight. We thank you for your living word that we are going to hear. We thank you for whatever that we are going to learn. We pray that King of Glory... You stay connected with us and you guide us in everything that we do. And you lead us, King of Glory, in such kind of a nest life, a, such kind of a, nec- a hectic life. We pray that you continue to lead us in everything that we're doing. In everything that we are going to hear, may your Holy Spirit lead us to understand what really you're telling us, what really you're teaching us. And we come to understand, we come to the position of knowing how great your word is, how great your provision is, and how great your mass is in our lives. We pray that you lead us, and even the preacher, and even the someone that we are going to hear to listen. May you help us, King of Glory. To put those points and those statements and those wonderful and great words into the foundation of our lives. In the name of Jesus, and we shall not remain the same, but we shall see your glory by the grace of God and by the power of God. We thank you so much for loving us. We thank you so much for leading us in everything and in this life. In Jesus' name, thank you so much, Lord, as we've opened up for tonight's show. Picture this, an eight-year-old kid growing up in Georgia Having a hard time with the world that he was seeing Coming home from school, scared to death and always wondering What kind of mood his dad would be in That kind of home can do a number on you Mom and dad broke up, and I guess I broke too I grew up thinking nothing good could ever come from a story like
0: mine But who turns a broken dream into a life dream?
1: That is Austin, the uh, the French Jesus, and that is o- Austin, the French Jesus, saying that who can turn the broken dreams and being made as a very very great uh, dreams, and that is only Christ Jesus. Tonight, let us first look at let's look at uh, the book of Hebrews, chapter four, and this is going to be verse twelve. Of. Yeah, it's going to be verse twelve, of, Hebrews chapter four and verse twelve. Of. The Bible says that for the word of God is quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the, di- to the dividing as under of soul and spirit, and of the joints and marrow, and is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart." Here, when we come to understand a little bit of what we are trying to mean, we have all heard the phrase that the pain is mightier than the sword, and I know this thing has been happening in so many ways. Some people even go on and they make it to be the motto of their school. Um, the primary school where the, the primary school I attended in my childhood, the the motto was that the pain is mighty. So when I see this, indeed, it is the same thing. We have all heard that the phrase that the pen is mightier than the sword. The word of God is certainly mightier than any weapon or utensil. It has lasted for generations, shaping the course of history and time. Kingdoms have come and gone. Billions have died, but the word of God is everlasting. We should rejoice in it. We should rejoice in it. Therefore, in this we come to understand that this is a generous God and Almighty. His word is perfect. Therefore, we request for forgiveness for our poor attempts to interpreting it or to interpret His word. And we pray that we shall help or we shall be helped by God to understand it better from now and on. We want to follow His commandments closely and be more like the model that he sent for humans to follow and that was his son christ jesus in this again we continue to get something from the book of matthew chapter 16 and verse 26 getting to the top cheating lying and false false and falsifying records or false lying off maybe false testifying of records these aren't the only sins committed just to get to the top What's so important that we ignore all that Jesus has taught us? Is getting the promotion worth climbing all over others? Perhaps stealing their ideas and claiming them is our own. Cheating, lying, and falsifying records. These aren't the only sins committed just to get to the top. In the long run, is it worth it? Is it worth it? So many people have gotten a job on false credentials. Let's make a flashback on that. The job which you are doing, did you get it in the right ways or it was just a false credential? Did you get on false credential? But when found out, they all from the top to the bottom and have problems getting another job. We make jokes about politicians, but it is not joke. When those who want to be our leaders take money for their campaigns, from organisations or companies and promise to support their agendas if elected or if they lie about their opponents. Fame is another thing that people have been known to want to the de- detriment of others. There have been assassins. There have been assassins who just wanted their name to go down in infamy and had no compassion for those they killed. Whether it is fame, fortune, or power, there will always be people who will do anything to get it. I don't know how people justify bad behavior so easily, but considering the scandals revealed practically every day, there are those who don't seem to worry about it. And I'm afraid we can easily encourage some bad behavior by treating scandals as entertainment. But is that true? Therefore, when you look at this passage, is a good reminder of what is truly important. Eternal life is an important thing. Eternal life. We have been given all we need to achieve that goal and nothing is worth having that could make us lose it. I repeat, we have been given all we need to achieve that goal of eternal life and nothing is worth having that could make us lose that eternal life therefore living god may we always keep our eyes on what is most important and that is spending eternity with you may we follow the path that leads to you and ignore the temptation of the world because there are many and i know most of you people you face a lot of problems in life but guess what christ jesus is there to give us the strength to give us the capability so that we can win such temptations and such problems. It's not too late. We can use the chance that we have. It's not too late. I know sometimes you feel like you don't want to lose. I know sometimes you don't want to give up. Always that happens. But you want to take this opportunity before the living father. And we know that this living father that we have can give us strength to overcome and win in all situations that we pass through. It's hard sometimes to overcome a behavior. It's hard sometimes to overcome an addiction. It's very hard. I spent six years on the street. It took me three years the marijuana to get done from my body. It took me more years to overcome the problem of lust and fornication. Not because that I used to sleep with women. No, but just in my heart. Looking at a woman and you feel like you need that woman. It has been God that have loved, loved us and given us the strength to overcome in most of the situations. Sometimes it is hectic and nasty, someone to share your personal life in public. But here I'm sharing my personal life to help you out. And I'm telling you, you are not alone in that addiction. You are not alone in that pertumbness, in that perplexion that you are in, in, that problem that you have right now. What you're passing through, you are not alone. But God is there to help you. Jesus came for a purpose. He did not come for the perfect people. He did not come for righteous people, but he came for the sinners so that they can see the way. And even though you are born again, you have found yourself that you have failed indeed to go back to the situation or the circumstance where Christ expects you to be. But you end up again sinning, you end up doing things which is not right. Jesus knows all that and sees all that. You have an opportunity to change. We have a chance to change, if at all we can. If at all we can take this opportunity. If at all we can take this privilege. It's such a privilege, it's a French benefit. We are given a holiday. Break off from sin. Jesus wants us to go for sinning holiday. He wants us to go for holiday and we leave sinning. So that way we can go in holiday with him. He wants us to be closer unto him. That's why he's beseeching to us every day. Telling us that we need to draw closer unto him. And he will draw closer unto us. That once we shall turn back to him, he shall turn back to us. We have an opportunity and we have a chance. It's a kind encouragement and it's a kind of opportunity in our lives to have Christ having mercy upon us though we are passing through, though we are walking in a sinful nature. But he's saying that we can use that opportunity to change our minds. We allow him to transform us from the sin that is overcoming us every day and every time so that we can come back to the foundation where he needs us. In other words, we need to let our lives to be led by Christ, to be directed by Christ, our lives to be guided by Christ in everything that we are doing, even at workplace. During our course of traveling from this nation to another nation, from this country to another country, from this place to another place, wherever you're working from, wherever you're doing your work from, He's there to guide. He's there to lead. He's there to help you. He's there to to warn you and give you a message, prophecy beyond what you know. It's not about lifting up the chairs in the air and tell people, you, you jump in the air and, and, and grab the blessing. No. He directs you where the blessing is instantly and exactly. You don't need... You, you, in other words... This grace of God where we are, this power of God that we are in, we are helped, we are covered by the blood of Christ Jesus and by his power. Thus, when we have the capability and the capacity to stand and we do exactly what he requires us to do or what he expects us to do. This is not a joke. He did not come for a joke. He did not come for just nothing. But he came for the eternity, for the humanity. He came for all the sinners. I love the event. I love the scene of Jesus Christ and the adulterous woman. They brought her. And they testified upon, about her. They told Jesus, this lady we've caught her from the very act when she was committing adultery. In other words, at this point, there was no equality in the judgment, in passing the judgment. There were no equality. Because they brought a woman, according to the law, they brought a woman and they did not bring the man. And the question had to be asked. And even now, up to now, I'm still asking myself, how dare people bring only the woman and they don't bring the man? Because even the man was committing fornication. But because of the injustices, Christ Jesus wanted to show these people that, wait a minute, there must be equality. There is no sin which is lower and there is no sin which is bigger. Whether you've lied, whether you've killed, whether you've done what, whether you provoked someone, it is the same thing. It is the same point. Therefore, it brings us on the bottom line. That Jesus Christ did not look at these people who had uh, who had lifted up the stones to kick or to stone the woman, but he asked them a question: If there are anybody who has never done it, let be let that person be the first to stone her. Of which it was difficult for these people to apply, and most of times these things happen. Would you please check in your heart? Would you please check on your mind? How many times have we judged people? How many times have we passed over the judgment to the rest of people? That's when we come into this episode and we got to understand and we continue to know that God is love. Therefore, He emphasizes and encourages us to love one another. To love one another. And in this case i would like to give you this scripture that we are we are we are discussing about we are in first peter that is chapter 4 and verse 7 that above all keep loving one another honestly since love covers a multitude of sins now here we need to understand and discover what is real love is what is love because now if we just hear about the word love and don't know what love is, it means we won't be helped. But we need to know what is love. Love is well explained in the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 13 and verse 5. The Bible says, we can begin from verse 4. The Bible says that love is patient and kind. Love does not envy or boast. It is not arrogant or rude. Have you heard? It does not insist on its own way. It is, not it is not irritable or resentful. It does not rejoice at wrongdoing, but rejoices with the truth. Wait a minute. The description of love is not envy. The description of love, it does not insist on its own way. And it's not even resentful. And this same love that we are discussing about, they are telling us that this love is patient and kind. And they are telling us that love does not envy or boast. or boast. Can we try or maybe start to understand exactly what really this love requires us to do? There is something I'm getting to understand here. How many times have you boasted? How many times have you found yourself when you have laughed on just bogus things? or on just unnecessary things in life how many times therefore this brings us to a position or a time to understand that really and i I was giving an example yesterday and i was like on youtube there are so many videos that we watch and i know some people they love what we call a comedy store Comedy wouldn't be a bad thing, but what kind of a language is used in that comedy? And I've been so observant that most of people, they laugh at things which are vulgar. Most of people, they laugh at things which are of nonsense. And when you look at those people in, in comedy store, they use the words that are very, very vulgar and are very nasty and they are not supposed to even to pass through a man's mouth. Most especially when you are a Christian. But you can find yourself that there are Christians who go there and attend those comedy stores. And not only are even attending, there are those who go ahead and they go to YouTube, they begin to listen to such and you find them laughing i myself however experienced that but now i'm coming to realize and understand listen to this word listen to this word Banang. it's very it's very it's very crucial that it does not rejoice at wrong at wrong doing but rejoices with the truth most of the comedic things that they are doing yes they are relating to the situation that already happened but at 30 certain percentage, those words or those actions or those acts they are doing or they are playing, they are deceitful or they are of a lie. Wrongdoing. We are laughing at what they are saying. Because they have spoken words which are nasty, which are vulgar, we laugh. And we end up saying, indeed, we enjoyed the comedy show. But you have forgotten that the devil has used that opportunity to grab you in that way. To get you in that way. And you've ended up contributed and maybe getting, uh, ending up sinning because of such. When we go on, the Bible says in verse 7, Love bears all things. I love these statements. That love bears all things. Believes all things hopes all things endures all things and the Bible says love never ends now when it comes to love never ends I would like again to come to the point of how much do we love people and how far do we maintain them as our beloved ones in our lives how many times that's a very big question and I hope everyone have experienced such. We have friends, we have people that we love, but how long do we maintain the people that we love or that we have in our lives? How long would we maintain them? Do you love someone for only today and then tomorrow you hate? In one week you're coordinating with someone. Have I ever been in a family, a pastor's family? And no wonder, we are human beings. Pastor is a title. God just gives people the grace to overcome certain things. But when you go in most of the homes in this Uganda of our country, even in other countries, you never know. But let me just give an example from our country, Uganda. Most of the pastor's homes, pastor's children, pastor's daughters and sons, they are the ones that you have or you find always when they are in cases. They are criminals of several things. It's very difficult to find a pastor who doesn't have history concerning either fornication, concerning either maybe you find a lot of things happened. That's why people when they grow up and they continue to grow in the word of God, they continue to go deeper and they cover themselves in the word of God because they know that's the only way, that's the only place where survival is. Because without being in the word of God, without being in the sanctuary of Christ Jesus, a man cannot survive. Always cases are following up, following up, following up. History is always repeating itself. Always history is looking for you. Looking for people. Therefore, ladies and gentlemen, we have to come to a position and to understand. Pastors, children... You find them, they are the ones who getting pregnant or early pregnancies. They are the ones you find when they are doing crimin, uh, criminal, having criminal cases. They are the ones you find when they don't have even conduct in a community. They are the ones you find. Every kind of behavior. But when they are at home, again, they are having challenges they are facing. Every time quarreling, Every time quarreling there are issues going on why do you think that things happen why do you think that when we get saved we stay and remain having what you call as if we are still in the world but yet we left the world we are new creation we are people of god That's why I'm telling you we need to be in a position and we accept to allow the grace of God to be in our lives. To help us in all ways that we are doing. Because there is no way how we can do it. There is no way how we can win in life not until Christ helps us. Indeed it's a lot that is happening look at them and i know some of you, you people you know some of these uh, pa- children pa- the children of the pastors i used to be in a pastor's house and i used to see how the world can fight with a spiritual man and i know what it means even up to now i know what it means to be a pastor and you're struggling with a sacred life I know what it means to be a minister of God and you're struggling with a a, a secret life. So many people out there, before even we go to them and we talk about them, we talk about their behaviors, we talk about their addictions, to talk about their also on everything, we have to first come back and we look at ourselves. How much can we survive the judgment of God If at all he comes back right now. What is the turning point? Is to repent and request God to have mercy upon our lives. Because we cannot survive without Christ. We cannot survive without God. We need Jesus. Somebody say amen. We need Jesus. If you are there and you are listening to me. Understand this from today and from me. It's only Jesus that can give you the capacity and power to overcome the habit you have. And he uses the Holy Spirit. That's why he knew, Christ knew, that what we are going to pass through is not easy. Christ knew that really what we are facing and he said that this world is full of sorrow. But be strengthened that I have overcome. He knew because it is so difficult to win in this life without the Holy Spirit. There are a lot of temptations. There are a lot of attacks. A lot of attacks. But how can we survive? Is when we have got hold on Christ Jesus. But whenever we neglect this Christ Jesus, that's when we lose it at all. Therefore, if we are to stay in the presence of god and Christians who are going to win in life, we need to come on the position, and at the moment, understanding that Christ is the only helper, is the only one that is going to guide us, is the only one that is going to help us to win in this life, in all things that we are going to be doing. And without him, there is no way how we can survive. And without him, there is no way how we can love. He has said, Above all, love your neighbor. Love one another. He's emphasizing love. Why? Because love is going to lead you to do something which is right. You shall never sin when you have love. Because whenever the temptation comes, whenever the sin comes, whenever the trial comes, it finds you with that love of Christ. It finds you with that love of Christ, and that love of Christ is going to prevail. No, I'm not going to do it, no matter, because I love Christ. But the challenge is that we are challenged even nowadays lives. We are so much challenged. We are so much in uh, in temptations and trials. The devil is working day and night to make sure that humanity, human beings, cannot survive. Human beings cannot go anywhere. Human beings cannot do whatever. But I'm here to tell you, Christ Jesus, who died for us, is ready to fight for us in all situations and at any point. In the name of Jesus. And we believe that we shall make it to heaven. And we believe that we shall be able to enter into heaven. Because Christ is with us. That's why we are not here to excite you. But we are here to teach you and to get to understand what does the word of God say. What does God requires you to do. What do you need to do in order to be in a position of love with God. To be in a position of follow up with God. He expects us to follow him. He expects us to believe in him. He expects us to trust him with our lives so that we can overcome the situation that we have, so that we can overcome the challenges and trials we face in life. There is nothing else. The only thing that brings us down is all about sin. It's all about sin. And sometimes we get disappointed in so many things. And whenever, you know, a sin can be delivered from anywhere. A sin does not even warn that I'm coming. But again, you can understand its presence. How do you understand its presence? What you're going to do. Always you hear the Holy Spirit when it's convicting you. Please don't do that. Please don't do that. Please don't do that. that." You always hear, don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. There are don'ts and do's. Even in the kingdom of God. That's why you hear that. You hear God, you hear the Holy Spirit guiding you. Please don't do that. Don't go there. Ladies and gentlemen, it's not too late. We have an opportunity to change. It's not too late. We can trust in Father. We can trust in our Father. It's not too late. I repeat, it's not too late. Let's finish up with this, by the grace of God. But he has told us in verse 7, Love bears all things. We are out to bear our friends. We have to bear for our friends. We need to be patient with them. Yes, they sin against us, they provoke us, they annoy us. We need to bear with them. We should believe in Christ in all things, not just certain things. We should not that God can heal fever, but uh, when it comes to HIV, ah, uh, uh, no, that one it is impossible. Hey, when it comes to cancer, uh, uh, yes, I believe God heals, but man, when it comes to cancer, uh, uh, that is an insurable. God cannot do that. I'm telling you, God can do anything. We should believe him in all things. We should hope in all things unto Christ. Our hope has to be fully in Christ Jesus. Our hope has to be fully in the Father. Because He's the only God that helps us in everything. The hope that we have is because He promised us. We have the promises. He said that once you shall believe in me, you'll be saved whoever shall call upon my name will be saved i'll answer if you call me if you pray unto me i'll be in heaven and i'll answer you Oh, that we hope in the questions because of the promises hope comes by promises faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of god and right now you are developing faith to bear everything in love to believe all things in christ jesus with love to hope all things in christ jesus and to endure all things in christ jesus don't just end you some people and you said that i cannot. not some people you can be patient for, to them but even you normally make these statements Ha i can be patient to this person but to this one ah, i cannot no way god wants you to do whatever they are doing to the other person to do the same even this side and even more you be patient you love you believe and you help that person to be transformed in Jesus' name and he's saying love never ends we should not stop loving we should keep on loving. We don't love people for some time. We don't love people for some days. We don't love, we don't love people for some months. This year I've been in love with someone, therefore now I'm no longer in love with that person. No. God says it has to be constant. This day I've loved someone, and then tomorrow you don't. God says it should be constant. It should be constant never to end love never ends love never ends and he gives us testimony here that as for prophecies they will pass away as for tongues they will cease as for knowledge it will pass away for we know in part and we prophesy in part but when the perfect comes the partial will pass away there is no partiality in this now I love the last verses now. Verse 13 says verse 13 says of First Corinthians 13: 13, uh, 13, 13. So now faith, hope and love abide these three, but the greatest of these is love. Now, there is hope, there is faith and love. But above all, the greatest of amongst them against is love. In other words, love conquers everything. Love joins everything and love solves all the issues in life. How can we obtain this love? Is it possible to, to, to show this love? Sometimes really it is hard. Because the way how we show love, we think that that's the right way. But sometimes when we go deep in the scriptures, we might find ourselves that we have been in excitement. We are just been in just like as if we are just doing something for a while. So, but the characteristics of love and the definition of love, it is constant, it never ends. Let me finish up with these verses. He speaks in, 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 in James chapter 5 and verse 19. That my brothers, if anyone among you wanders from the truth and someone brings him back, let him know that whoever brings back a sinner from his wandering will save his soul from death and recover a multitude of sins. A lot of information can be delivered here. He speaks about us. We are the brothers and sisters in Christ Jesus. That if anyone amongst us wandering from truth, even if I myself who is speaking right now, and you who are listening to me right now, and that there is a person who can bring us back from wandering of that, from wandering as sinners, and we are brought back to Christ Jesus to truth, then we shall, our souls will be saved from the death, and, this, and there will be a multitude of sins which will be covered at that very point now the more we sin that's the more we expose ourselves the more we go into sinning that's the more we get to we go, we get exposed the more we sin is the more we get exposed but the more we we, 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 we engulfed in the god's love that is the more we get sealed no that's not the more we get sealed but that's the more we get firm in the word of god in christ in that truth and we start to walk truthfully because the truth is in us and that is Christ jesus because he speaks in his word and says that he is the truth the way and and life they are um, the way life and truth therefore Whoever wants to follow him, he should carry his cross. In other words, you have to be in a position and you're ready to turn away from a sinful nature. You're ready to listen to the word of God. You're ready to listen to the advice. You're ready to listen to the counsel of God's word. You're ready to listen to men and women of God as they are teaching unto you, as they are preaching unto you. Because your faith is going to be groomed by hearing and by hearing the word of God. Hope is going to come in your life depending... On the promises that God made for you. The reason as to why right now you're hopeless. It's because you haven't yet went back to the word of God. To read the promise that God gave you. God gave us the promises. You haven't yet discovered how great you are in Christ. You haven't yet discovered how privileged you are in Christ Jesus. For the promises that you have in Christ. Because those promises that are giving you hope. He says, I'm not going to leave you like an orphan. But I'm going to leave you with the Holy Spirit. He's going to be your guide. And whatever I haven't told you, he's going to tell you. You don't know how to pray. That's why you don't receive. And not because that you don't pray. But just because you don't know how to pray. That's why you don't receive. Why? Because whenever you pray, you depend on your personal desires. But I'm here to tell you, as the Holy Spirit is the one that can understand the heart of God. And these are the words of Christ. Therefore, we need to trust in the Holy Spirit. We need to put our entire life in the Holy Spirit so that we can have what we call the ultimate lead, that we can have what we call the ultimate guidance from the Holy Spirit and we lead a, a truthful life and we lead a righteous life and we, we lead an upright life and we lead a perfect life. He says, let you be perfect as the Heavenly Father is perfect. Not on our own. No way, but by the power and by the grace of the Holy Spirit, that's when we make it and we can stand and we say, yeah, brothers and sisters, let us help each other. You've fallen into a mistake. Let us sit down and find ways how we can resolve that mistake. Let us sit down and we pray for each other so that we can be empowered, so that we can be strengthened, so that we can, be, we can overcome together in this situation. But most of times we find ourselves when we have neglected and rejected our brothers and sisters. We want to do things in our own way. We don't want to give company. We don't want to give support. We don't want to help people. Why? It's because we lack love. We lack the element of love. We lack the, the greatest idea, the greatest gift that Christ Jesus gave to us by being crucified on the cross. He took himself there. He made it for us. He died for us. That's why we need to know that really this is a very and very great and wonderful moment and wonderful opportunity that we have in Christ Jesus that he died for us. We should develop love. He says that he first loved you. You were not, you were not the first person to love me. I was the first person to love you. Therefore love me back. Come back to me. You, those who are burdened, he's so merciful. It shows the compassion of Christ Jesus. It shows the passion of Christ Jesus. Please, bring your burdens. Bring your addictions. Bring your problems. Bring your circumstances. Bring your issues. Bring your misfortunes. Bring your disorders. Bring your, your, your misunderstandings. What do you have in life that God cannot handle? What can we say in life that Christ Jesus cannot handle? God can handle everything. He has said that love bears all things. Love endures all things. And love hopes all things. Not just some things, but all things. In who? In Christ Jesus. Through the guidance of who? The Holy Spirit. They work together in Trinity. And that is the power that unites them. Why do you think God is powerful? His manifestation works together. His manifestation, His Trinity works together. That's why He's calling us for. They have love that is the bond between them. That is the bond between the Holy Spirit, Jesus Christ, and God the Father. The love they have. He glorifies His Son. The Son glorifies Him. The Holy Spirit talks about His greatness. Even they talk about the greatness of the Holy Spirit. No one is even neglecting the other. Because they have that bond of love. We love sometimes. And sometimes we don't love. We do things out of excitement. We do things out of lust. We need to come to the position and we love and we develop a real love. We have come to understand what really love is. In the same book of James chapter 5 and verse 15. And the prayer of faith will serve the one who is sick. And the Lord will raise him up. And if he has committed sins, he will be forgiven. Therefore confess your sins to one another. This is love. And pray for one another that you may be healed. The prayer of a righteous person has great power as it is working. Come on, ladies and gentlemen. The prayer of faith through Christ Jesus by the guidance and the power of the Holy Spirit can save the one who is sick and the Lord will raise him up and if he has committed sin, he will be forgiven. How many times our friends have confessed before you and you go around talking about those sins, you go and announce them to other people. The Bible says, therefore, confess your sins to one another and pray for one another that you may be healed. Where do we get the healing? The healing we get from confession. We accept that we are sinners. Even the people that we have come to consult all the people that we have come to pray together, we are fellow sinners. But you can talk about someone who's sin as if he's the best sinner in the world. This comes in a line of love. Why do you need to speak out to someone who is secret? Yet you know that is someone who is weakness. Help the person to come out of that weakness. That is love. Instead of getting a microphone, you go and telling everyone, whomever you meet, you talk about someone who's weakness, you talk about someone who's addiction, you talk about someone who's problem. But he came to you, she came to you for a purpose, she wanted someone to help her for a campaign so that we can coordinate and cooperate and you pray together and then we believe the Holy Spirit and by the power of the Holy Ghost that we can be healed. That's why I said therefore confess your sins to one another and pray for one another that you may be healed. And he's concluded saying that the prayer of a righteous person has great power as it is working. The prayer of a righteous person. How will your sins are saved in verse 20 that let him know that whoever brings back a sinner from his wandering will save his soul from death and he will cover a multitude of sins. How many people have you brought back the grace of God? Yes, you found them. Someone who got pregnant. There is nothing to do next. Before we pass over the judgment. Yes, someone has done something wrong. But what does the Bible tell us? How should we handle such a situation? How should we handle such a person? Already she's pregnant. You are not going to take back the child. You will not take back. You will not reverse the pregnancy. The next step is let you sit down and you discuss how are you going to pass through that situation. Pray with that person. Guide that person accordingly and the way how that person is going to overcome in such a situation. And don't just stop there. Don't stop on just speaking and talking that the person is what and what. No, no, no. Don't just stay there as talking. You have to walk with that person in that journey. Because you have understood, someone has got pregnancy, therefore you need to walk with her. You keep on encouraging her. You call her and you ask, hey, how are you? What has happened? Are you okay? Is it okay? Is it good? How is the child? What do you need, please? And if you have the capacity you can help, you can even help. Why? What, that love that you're showing, you are not applying judgment over the person. But nowadays we have churches, and these churches are, 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 are talking about people's, people's problems, are always passing judgment. Now this person got pregnant, therefore we are saying the person is, going to minister, is not going to minister anymore, let the person see it. Why do you need to announce in a church? Why do you need to announce in a congregation of the church? Have you tried with one person and he has refused? Have you tried with the two people and he has refused? Have you tried with the three people and he has refused? Have we followed the guidelines? How the Bible allocates us and guides us on how to handle conflicts in the church? Or how to handle issues in the church? But we rush on the last point. And which last point is to make someone stand before the church? And they start to announce how the person has done something wrong. Is that right? Is that right? Indeed, is that right? Someone will say that that love then not took a Uganda. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, I want to tell you. The purpose of heart of worship is not only in music and singing only. It's not only grasping and giving you the the, 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 the melody in the sound doctrine. But it comes and it is here to show love to this hurting world. When you look at our logo, and I think you are watching right now. When you are listening right now, you look up there. When you look at that logo, there are four. There are four signs there are four things that make up the logo of heart of worship international ministry africa and i have ever explained about what logo that logo means the first thing that is the world that we are living in now this world that we are living in the hands that are lifted up those are the believers and non believers that are ready to raise up their hands in love. But basically this is all about the believers because believers already have understood what exactly it means with the Christ. The hands lifted up unto the Father. We are in this world. The heart that you are seeing. That is what we call a total dedication. Of our hearts unto God. In worship. And the Bible represents the word of God. And it is our foundation. And I was explaining saying that the world needs the word of God as its foundation. But that word of God is going to be extended to that world in love. As we are lifting up our hands to worship God. At the same time, even praying for people in love. People, those people who are in the world. That is the meaning of the Logo that is the meaning of the logo therefore god gave us the logo for a purpose everything that we have is miraculous everything that we have is of not surprise though god has surprised us but he has seen and he has prepared and destined heart of worship to be a ministry that is going to bring people back into his presence By exercising that love of God. In this hurting world. In this diverted world. In this perverted world. And the only way how we can do that. Is when you and I. We have come together. And we come to understand the value of love. And the main purpose. As to why Christ Jesus came in this world. It was because of the love that he had for us. Therefore, even us, we are out to extend that love to the rest of people in this hurting world. Therefore, ladies and gentlemen, why don't we pray? Father, we thank you for tonight. We thank you for loving us. You died on the cross for our, on our behalf. You knew us from our mother's wombs and king of glory father before we were formed in our mother's wombs you knew us you created us and you called us your name john 1 12 says father that those who believed in you those who received you were given the authority were given the opportunity to be the children of god therefore king of glory lord of lords and the father of the universe and the creator of the universe as your children we stand firm we stand firm and strongly in your love father king of god may you guide us in the right path and the right way we would like to be the people that are going to walk in love and extending love to the rest of people handling things a very very different way not as the current church do not because that we are perfect but we are continuing to understand what really you need what really you require from us? what really you want us to do, what exactly and the truth you want us to exercise? We pray that you continue to guide us. We pray that you continue to lead us. We pray that you forgive us for whichever sin we've committed, for whichever wrong we have done Father. Sometimes we found ourselves that we have been addicted and taken away by different things. Always the devil is checking on us, bringing temptations and trials, want to let us down want to put us down but father we pray that you may you strengthen us and lead us and you make us strong father king of glory in your name and your power we shall be able to attain victory we shall be able to achieve our destinies in life we cannot say tomorrow or the other day or so on and so on but we can say as you will father we shall reach there we shall have a great ministry that shall change people's lives, transform people's life, lives in love. And people shall experience your love, King of Glory. Something which is not easy to do. But with you, it's very easy. With your Holy Spirit, it's very easy. It's a walkover with the Holy Spirit. Therefore we pray that may the Holy Spirit guide us. And forgive us wherever we have grieved Him. Wherever we have done wrong against Him. Wherever we have not listened to Him. We pray that you lead us in right paths. You forgive us and you guide our destinies. And you guide our lives. So many opportunities have come in our lives. Some of them have been taking us to wrong ways. But we pray that you continue to guide us and help us that we can stay on the right foundation. May you lead us in everything that we are doing. And may you help us to overcome in this life. In the name of Jesus. Thank you King of Glory. We pray even for tonight that you continue to lead us, that you continue to help us, that we can be able to overcome in this hurting world. Father King of Kings, your love is unconditional. Your grace is ever new. You are so much wonderful and great. We thank you for loving us and taking care of us. In the name of Jesus, Son of the Living God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, King of Kings, because you've loved us and you've taken care of us. We pray for our children. We pray for our families. We pray for our beloved ones. We pray for those who are in abroad. We pray for those who are in different countries. We pray for those who are in our country. We pray for those who are in different continents of this world. May you continue to help out by your mercy and grace. You protect everybody. Father, let your word always be amongst us and we grow in your word in the name of jesus we prayed and we've thanked amen and amen thank you jesus thank you king of kings for loving us amen and amen ladies and gentlemen i'm so happy for tonight thank you so much for following and listening um i think maria great you have something to say please may you May you please uh, unmute your microphone? Microphone, you're muted.
2: Come, I
1: am. i bam.
2: Mm a Come, I am. soon. Come,
1: still
2: Amen. Mean, <laughs> <some>, <laughs> <laughs> mean, i truth speed, and I am come at waste.
1: am come
2: at I mean, I got such a, female- Arabic a male- nga <parasite> <speaking> <đây> cyagamanto yagala lwa kuba anti bible egamo okwangala neyingo yagala nga Kristo yagala sisi tangu kama atwechi sabanange kama atwechi
1: basimama
2: kubanga bible webange okwagala te te kwintaza kweeguru miza kitegeeza kuangala chiyenda deep nyo ebuziba citegege je like walo wana omwana mwana sister one and sister madam buganda wa madam wange ya mzala na iyo mwana oli olinakule nasoko okumulaba aliao kogambe for favor at atengele naye muksoko okumulaba na oli langa twagala <laughs> since and sagala naye mukama nay mukamaya sembezoana jendi I demukama nan page omana nanjagala omwana omana omwana jagala nga jendi nyo omana ebu to get wanan jagala san yuka wuka tasu mama ewa ne mama a wovu changa bantu baje wanomana Mwana na yomana yana njaga gala, to wetu Kaba, kava, bana yemukama na pe ninjagala ngenjaga kati mali we we na we saga kati mliomoyo mtupu vuganga boli no kola bweniwe na bagamba kuko kola ni mfuli ya mringe tibi gerani na Naye come my ampage, and Said, or as I chat to Oman and go conduct copochang. What do you want to do tonight? Came dinner of chicosis. come my ampage, so man and Magalaka is off. such a that to training Yagala. the could suit a quarter could a I did not it. Yet. Judge training, um, so Olava cutting the um, Uganda room, cut the Denga Nahi. Mm. Omukado and other city won a e yampo of juries in Angamba and to Wally Warm Lad Yaja Chibanda, it's a prayer at Rundamanda. Omulat Yamsanga, Namu <dead> gama nzema nonga siri sangualo, the siri sangualo tayi na yako foko. Nami chokanga mulalu mm. adugala <dead> yenye hmm. na yamu gama nzema galo zinazola ba t siri sisi siri sa. Tayi onda na yari mukama, amukadenamu afoko n'aga gavana mbivue ba le, uiamado <dead> I na mwanamke mwenye mafanikio mmoja na mwanamke mwenye mafanikio mwingine, kwa hivyo kwa kila mwanamke mwenye mafanikio mmoja na mwanamke mwenye mafanikio mwingine, kwa hivyo kwa kila mwanamke mwenye mafanikio mmoja na Mkaduyanga mm. mati mm. ya dola, naiyao mkaduya mm. kola sente kuruna kureyatunda insausa manda, kuminata, au atenga sawi, sawa gari mwe mm. nda ezolevulo, na hivyo serewi manda gari kubiri, hushitegele, yakola sente ngi sawa jitu nemtu alomka, ganga tetele ya Ghana, na hivyo na vanjugeva ba teyamanya. Mm. nae katunda to training and set everything atama mkadoyo kuyachie dila kora na kulumo juki mm. la tauli tredi lingani ne na om mkadoyo omulalu yajako mana mokama hee omulalu na stude chwaku chama mukumudara ha <laughs> nice <Nah. laughs> hey. omulalu ali amaniira ili ari angangangasuki revi kuta ni mto Mukana na mwanamene vugadhi onomlalo ajioga ageni muga muleka mukama ya nenso lwaki <laughs> achi achi kusi ya ri ajioga na
0: stwanya
2: na Ne wanwoami oh yeah two away to call it nyagalancula de catchwanda. O mwami Ine nimilo in nagen da na janangan Mamma Pamela Konselji and mangen on in nayo bogoya zangenya de tompa sente a core ninium la <laughs> gang. What is that? Nanba wanji Nanga bagenos <laughs> temian for free. Oystegera, naye mukama, yakola viechisa, mbabuli la banga mukama training, kakati, ekyo ji la konzi, o kugonfuenakura koyom layom la kuya delty yamukova yamue Amgama mele. Amgaman ne mere bandi wo miwe ba de vale mkusem bezawe ba le kunja gala, oystegera. Ebisen mukama tagenda kuja ku lete I Ario Gulunja Yamba Dogurunji Again ku training naba bata tegele keka hampusembere zembutufu a okwagala wo kwaagalo yagala. Kugenda buziba Nienzo kumangan jagala. Hm? Nenga and jagala gwensubilanti wwenamu wa a ja kunziriza. Wishtegera. N'jono wenba mmu mmuadde kuchaggi. Naya y no kufunampe songa tsi kwe kwagalo ko mukama kwa yagala agaama uzi wolo mwaba abaoze aberawo zenze banja ekigambo kwagala chike ndabuziba nnyo katona kwigamba atwo ekisano okufyo omoyo omutu kuvata yongero tu traininga okitegera omuntu oyogola bakukubwo lwaleero nasembera ko woli gwaliyo bulungi nomugamba sembera boga mayinzo kubanga amulese ngaliekwo moyino okubotolira owangule ositege naye nga oloku banga bizera bisinga fetu lowoza ntibetulino okuyamba teebala biko bulunji nedda te sima te mukama baliba baliba asingo kwagala obakusembereza nalaba ositege and I said, I remember to have a the direct church. Although the Rata church, Gafana Nabuat. Rasta Gansem is a Jana in Gramja, another directed cartoon. Nayamunanga was soon, <laughs> but a single moyum and you moyum to who, Ositegera naye nga mukama amulee. Ala bokuwagala kubanga yewaweranga yokwagala yasembeza buli omu. Ositegera tayaso soso la yasembeza <laughs> abeligenge Naye fo okwagala kwafe kwa kusoso la. <laughs> so <laughs> mukama ayino tuwe. Mm kadonda tuwe kisatu beleno nga buli muntu nga Bumuagala Mua Gala nga buadi So mama mmuebazorechigamushinu mwe chaku cause sa cha cha no tuli la <laughs> banaya o kwa gala <laughs> into Kwagala <laughs> no chili deep nyo za one went running stukala o kwagala chili deepu o stegele nyo kubanga ate wo bonja gadde aleki tegeza bo bonja gadde ngonjagadde tene nompa cho ngomeme webere ya gadde nompa ate nomana nobulira nne sikwe bayitoka agala mm. okwagala ne wo weran ngonyache wampa mukwagala kwagala ne nkukola ke kibi toyogerache wampa chimire mm. kubanga wache... mutima ngo yagala. Staggerer Catiban hmm. Mukama, Omoyama to Kuva, nnyo some as a new new terrain to Kuagara Kubaya Kuagara, that I send the Zabu Baname
1: Sura Mukwagara. I am mukama out to wear a mukama. Mukama.